The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My esteemed co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is here. And between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. We're so excited to start off our ninth year together uh, on Leadership Development News on Voice America. We are one of the top-rated uh, business shows with um, millions of listeners in 27 countries, 126 cities. And you can always download these shows from Voice America or on um, iTunes. So let me say a little bit about uh, our show here today and then bring uh, Kathy on. So we're really excited to talk about your super genes and unlocking the astonishing power of your DNA for optimal health and well-being. That's the title of the book that we're going to talk to Dr. Uh, Rudolph E. Tanzi, uh, Rudy will call him, Dr. Tanzi. Um, for decades, we've been taught that genes are fixed and unchangeable. And New York Times bestseller, uh, Dr. Rudy Tanzi with Deepak Chopra say that's not the case. So it's time to explode some of these rigid notions, writes Tanzi. Uh, on the Today Show, um, Tanzi will tell everybody, you know, what the news are, that the gene activity is largely under our control. So we're really excited to um, pick Dr. Tanzi's brain have some information that will help you. We always want to give you tips and tools that will help you perform a little bit better, and if you're leading a team to perform a little bit better. Uh, We're really excited about Dr. Tanzi um, just being able to help us here. He has 475 uh, published articles, also one of the top uh, 1% researchers in neuroscience, and Kathy and I love neuroscience, uh, and so we're really going to have a great show here. And so before we bring him uh, let me just say a word about my co-host, uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. And if you don't know her, she is a talented, you know, very um, wonderful woman who has been working in the field for quite a while. She coaches uh, executives, entire companies, on her strategies around positive psychology and the new science of courage. Kathy's been named the First Lady of uh, Happiness by ABC TV. She's authored multiple popular books, What Happy Working Mothers Know, uh, and more recently, one of her best-selling books is based on her work with special forces, sports athletes, global executives. That's entitled Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, and it's available on Amazon. And you can visit her and get some good things from her website on fearlessleadersquiz.com. So, Kathy, welcome. 
thanks, Relly. I, I guess this is our ninth year going into um, a brand new year together, and it's very exciting and it's so nice to have uh, Dr. Rudolph Tanzi with us to kick off the year talking about super genes. He's got a new PBS show, which also features his new book, Super Genes, with Deepak Chopra. And, of course, we're always excited to have someone who is not only a Time 100 most influential person in the world, but also uh, one of Harvard's 100 most influential alumni. So it's going to be an exciting show. Before we get started, though, for those of you who are new to our audience, I think we have, wow, over 95,000 downloads um, per show or per month. I want to make sure that everyone knows who Dr. Relly Nadler is. And he's not only my friend and my co-host, but he is a master-level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist, a corporate leadership, and a team trainer. And Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise in our favorite subject, emotional intelligence and social intelligence, to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and, of course, his development programs. And we're going to be featuring a show with Relly on January the 11th about well-being and your ability to make all of your commitments and the challenges that requires. So we're going to be um, hosting a show with Relly, and we hope you'll tune in for that as well. Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across any interest, excuse me, any industry, including yours. And of course, he has many interesting articles, and you can visit him for other exciting tips and tools at truenorthleadership.com. You can get lots of free downloads, and you can access your best self for your best performance through emotional intelligence. Uh, emotional intelligence using his free iApp, which we all know is called Leadership Keys. If you don't have it, go to the iTunes store. You can download it for free. And you can also join Relly. And um, I have uh, obviously been a fan for a long time. And you can hear his latest thinking on emotional intelligence by going to his EI Central. Relly, would you give us that EI Central uh, number to text to, please? Sure. People can go to, um, you text EI, stands for Emotional Intelligence Central, and he texts us 38470. So EI Central at 38470, and there will give you some inf- information you, to uh, get some of the new data uh, articles, those kind of things that Kathy's speaking about. Thanks, Relly, and uh, we'll definitely be using a lot of that material in our new book, called Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless Life, and we are very excited now to uh, move forward and hopefully um, have our wonderful featured guest, Dr. Rudolph Tanzi, join us. So uh, before we do that, I just want to make sure that um, we have mentioned everything we can about Dr. Tanzi. For those of you who don't know, he is the Vice Chair of Neurology and Research. He's also Director of Genetics and Aging Research at Mass General, the Institute for Neurogenerative Disease. And um, he's also the Joseph and Rose F. Kennedy Professor of Neurology at Harvard Medical School. Uh, Dr. Tanzi has been investigating the molecular and genetic basis of neurological disease since 1980 when he participated in the pioneering study that led to the location of Huntington's disease gene, the first disease gene to be found by genetic linkage analysis. Since 1982, Dr. Tanzi has investigated the genetic causes of Alzheimer's. 
he has co-discovered all three genes that cause early onset. Um, he is uh, including the first, uh, what we call familial AD gene, known as the amyloid B protein precursor, and many other genes uh, in his work. And in 1993, Dr. Tanzi discovered the gene responsible for the neurological disorder known as Wilson's disease. And over the past 25 years, he has collaborated on studies identifying several other diseases and genes for those diseases, uh, including those ca- causing all kinds of uh, uh, chemical disorders and anatomical disorders. What we're going to talk to Dr. Tanzi today about is the impact of these scientific findings on our ability to change behavior. If you'll all recall, for the last few years, Relly and I always talk about the science of happiness and emotional intelligence, and we know that 50% of our genes will help predetermine our level of positivity, our level of life satisfaction. However, that other 50% is made up of 40% our own choices in behavior, and only 10% is circumstantial. Uh, health-related, for example. So that 40% that we've been talking about for so many years is going to be the core focus of today's show with Dr. Rudolph Tanzi. Rudy, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. It's great to be here and great to uh, be back and uh, discuss, uh, talk about the uh, the new book, uh, Super Genes. Very, and and very Dr. Grateful. Tanzi, um, I'm going to start us off. We have a series of questions that we wanted to ask you. And so what we're really excited about, you know, I know uh, how your book is highlighted about the six areas that can potentially change your well-being for better with easy, hard uh, experimental options. And so as we start the new year, this is uh, perfect that you're here with us. And what we always ask folks to get to start off with, just to get a little bit of background about you, uh, who's been some of the most influential people in your life and career? And then we'll get into more of the content. Well, you know, in my own career, I do three things. I'm a scientist. I like to obviously write books. I'm also a musician. Mm. So I kind of separate my heroes into those three categories. Um, you know, in, in science, um, you know, my heroes are the unsung heroes. You know, Rosalind Franklin, who d- discovered DNA, um, you know, even though, you know, Watson and Crick popularized it with their diagram of it, you know, it was really her, uh, Rosalind who did it and, you know, people like Madame Curie and Pasteur, people who really stepped up and, you know, despite a lot of criticism and ridicule, stood by what they believed um, and stuck with it to the end. And for some of the newest stuff I'm doing on Alzheimer's disease right now, uh, which isn't a topic of today, but um, maybe we can get into um, you know, I uh, I have a long fight ahead of me. I'm, we're, re- we're ready to rock the foundations of how we understand Alzheimer's, and much of it stems from what I wrote about in my other book. Super Genes was a, was a sequel to Super Brain. Um, so that's my in science. And in music, my hero is Keith Jarrett um, for his ability to improvise extemporaneously and beautifully um, in jazz. Um, um, and um, in, in terms of writing, I, 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 uh, I, I love science fiction, and my hero Stephen Baxter, who I think is the greatest living science fiction writer, although not many people might know him, but highly yeah. recommend him. So there, there's a detailed answer to a simple question. <laughs> that's well, that's fantastic, Dr. Tansy. We're going to be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. 
always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with a uh, top performer here, Dr. Rudy Tanzi, um, incredible scientist, researcher, and your new book, uh, Super Genes, you know, that you uh, co-wrote with Deepak Chopra. Tell us a little bit about how that came about and maybe the collaboration with Deepak Chopra. 
Well, uh, many years ago, uh, I spoke at it, one of these TED type conference, a TED conference called TED Med, and there was a, a it was a session on aging, how to you know promote healthy aging. So I gave the science of aging. Deepak talked about the spiritual parts of aging. We also had Quincy Jones there talking about you know being a musician who's, who was still productive, and, but uh, but older. Uh, Frank Gehry talked about you know architecture and how his own creative process changed as he got older. It was a great session, and I met Deepak later, actually in the men's room of all places, and we started talking about. He said he enjoyed my talk, and we started talking about the brain and about how the brain is really more of a verb than a noun. That the brain is an activity, and that led to our first book, Super Brain and talking about how dynamic and adaptive the brain is and how really it's in your control to determine how your neural networks form, how you see your world, because your brain's bringing you your world. And that was the first book, Super Brain. And in analogy, your genes are also an activity, not so much a, a, a thing. And gene activity is changing all the time. In, in biology, we say gene expression, which is the term we use for gene activity. And so in, in an analogous way, we thought... we we talk about the fact that you have a huge amount of control on the expression of your genes, even if you can't control the genes you get from mom and dad or change them. And, you know, when we talk about gene expression, that's so important because uh, we are true believers in being able to, if you will, kind of change our destiny, our genetic destiny. Um, I was on the board of Cancer Treatment Centers of America for some time, and, you know, we talked about predispositions people have, but let's get back to what your basic premise is in your book, um, Rudy. You write a lot about how we believe that we get stuck with our genes, but how we can change our predispositions or these expressions for what our genes have programmed us for. Tell us a little bit more about how you began this investigation and how it led to this book. Yeah, well, I, I guess it, it, it would be helpful to put it in the context of super brain and how that led to super genes. I mean, in both cases, we address the fact that every day we're living with these subconscious or at some level even conscious limitations. We place these, 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 these self-placed limitations about what we can do. And... In both books, the message is the same, that simply by taking advantage of the fact that we're self-aware beings, self-awareness, you know, we can look in the mirror and know it's us. We're self-aware. A cat, my cat looks in the mirror and hisses at it, thinks it's another cat, right? So self-awareness means that we can be aware of the fact that we have a brain that's serving us. We can be aware of the fact that mom and dad gave us genes that are serving us. And once you, you take that simple choice, you make that simple choice to observe, what's my brain doing? Observe, what, what are my genes predisposing me to uh, in terms of what I've inherited? And you have conscious intention about your choices and behavior that this is when we talk about the ability to go from having a baseline brain to a super brain or just baseline genes that just kind of throw you from here to there to super genes where you actually, I don't want to say take control, but, but make the choice to be aware of yourself and observe my family history. What am I up against in predispositions to disease or personality uh, quirks, you know, alcoholism or addictions? What am I up against in my brain? What is my brain trying to make me do right now? You know, that primitive brain, brain stem and instinctive behavior. Just by simply taking the time to observe 
what your brain and your genes are doing, this is when we make, this is when we take, make the path toward having a super brain, a super gene. So that's the basis of, of the two books. Well, uh, that, that fits in so well with what our shows have been about, Rudy, for years. And both uh, Kathy and I and some like yourself are, are, are fans of, you know, this concept of emotional intelligence was one of them, really. I mean, like you're saying, it starts with self-awareness. If you don't, if you don't know what's going on, then you're basically, I guess, at, at the uh, victim side of your genes and everything else without any, any control. Yeah, emotional intelligence is really a key. I mean, you know, no matter how we want to think about ourselves negatively, where you might say, oh, look, I'm only human. I can't help wanting to, you know, serve my basic instincts for, for fighting or for, for greed or for power or envy or jealousy, or whether you want to think you're a super being and say, hey, I'm, I'm enlightened. I'm, you know, um, you know I, I, I feel really good about being a step, you know, slices above the masses. Either way, it's a, it's a danger to think like that because the fact is we live in a, an emotional engine. We live every day, whether we want to admit it or not, um, in a whirlpool, so to speak, of fear and desire, fear and desire, subconsciously, fear being the memory of pain and not wanting to have that again in the future, creating anxiety, or desire being the memory of pleasure and then thinking about that, getting that pleasure again. So you have, you know, in biology, we talk about pain and reward. Fear is the memory of pain, and then extrapolating that out into the future. Desire is the memory of pleasure and reward, and extrapolating that out into the future. Just knowing that you're living in that, that maelstrom, that, that engine, where fear and desire are working around each other, and observing it allows you to rise above it and now make choices with greater freedom and clarity about how to be, live a healthier life, a happier life. That's, that's really that's, the idea I think yeah. that you're talking about, you know, and we talk about that's it in the book. That's so important. That's so important because so many of us, don't you think, Rudy and, and Relly, have this ideal life that we want to live, but we don't understand that behavior and healthy choices are the key to doing that. And what you just said is so important. You know, Relly always talks about the leader as the thermostat for their team and their organization. In our new book, Fearless Leaders, we talk about the model of conscious understanding to be able to change those things you want to change. So let's talk about these four to 5,000 different gene activities that you have said can alter positive lifestyle. Tell us about these six powerful lifestyle choices. Right. So let's, if we start with the genes, we have, you know, we have about 20, it's still not a hard number yet, but somewhere between 20 and 25,000 genes. And genes are basically segments of DNA. And if you take all of the DNA in a cell and you think about it, I think of, I, I look, I think of DNA like a long ladder and then you twist that ladder and it creates that double helix look, right? And the rungs on the ladder are the letters of the DNA, A, G, C, and T. Now, there are six billion rungs on the genome your mom gave you and six billion on the one your dad gave you. But of those six billion rungs, only 3% of them are genes, 3%. We used to call the other 97% of the DNA junk DNA because we didn't know what it did. 
the big revolution that, that really prompted the writing of this book is an epigenetics. Epigenetics means how is somehow your lifestyle translated into chemically modifying your DNA. Your DNA gets chemically modified based on your lifestyle, based on your habits and routines to change the activity, the ex- or as we say, the expression of those genes. So the main categories that in your lifestyle that are affecting your gene activity or your gene expression, which in turn is directly affecting your level of health, well-being, and happiness, a diet, your stress level, how much you're exercising and moving. We talk about meditation just because meditation has a, is a whole category to itself in terms of its effects on gene expression, as we've now seen. Sleep which is highly underrated by most people in terms of how important it is to get enough sleep. And finally, what we just talked about, emotional intelligence, and especially using emotional intelligence to deal with things like stress. So diet, stress, exercise, meditation, sleep, and emotions are the six categories we talk about. And they're all, of course, interrelated. And if I had to come up with one enemy, right, one adversary that all six of these categories can address and quell, that enemy is inflammation. Inflammation, because we're not, we now know that what really challenges healthy aging of the body and the brain is chronic inflammation. You know, when you think about inflammation, you think about getting a cut and you see that it gets red and swollen and, you know, the body's trying to get there and defend against infection and cause that cut to heal. And that's what we call acute inflammation. But there's also chronic inflammation you don't see. And even though chronic inflammation is meant to help you in excess over time, it destroys tissues, it breaks down cells, it breaks down organs. And this is probably the biggest contributor to, to um, our health span not keeping up with our lifespan as we get older. Right? Our lifespan, well, yeah. this, this is fascinating. And we're going to continue this outstanding and revelating, revelating, I've just made a new word, a revelating experience with Dr. Tanzi. So don't go away. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. 
Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. Profiles and Practice of Top Performers, and we're, we're talking with Dr. Uh, Rudy Tanzi. His new book to go out and get, Super Genes, Unlock the Astonishing Power of Your DNA for Optimum Health and Well-Being, you can get on Amazon, I'm sure uh, other uh, sources too. Uh, Rudy, so before we took the break, you just highlighted the lifestyle choices. We want to get, get back into them. That's in your book, Diet, Stress Level, Exercise, Meditation, Sleep, uh, and emotions, you know, all the things that can enhance well-being. And so we wanted to zero in on maybe where do we start. And, and maybe a good way to start is, is about talking about stress. So how does, how does that affect, you know, our health and uh, what's some of the research you found about that? Well, if you look at the, the you know, where, where does stress come from, um, we like to make the point that, that, first of all, stress is very bad for you. I mean, stress... Um, is, is a killer. Stress leads to inflammation, um, literally physical inf- inflammation in the body. Stress disrupts the the bacteria that live in your your gut that that are serving you. You have, uh, you know, people don't are always surprised when I tell them that only one in ten of our cells is human. Nine in ten are bacteria. That two to three thousand species of bacteria live in our gut and that we couldn't live without. And they're also directly interacting with our brain, uh, affecting our mood, our energy level, even inflammation in the brain. Stress disrupts everything. It, it disrupts the gut, it disrupts the brain, and it causes chronic damage. We, we believe that, that, that today, that one of the main causes of stress is, is a one word, expectation. Hmm. When we expect too much of others, when we allow others to expect too much of us. 
I think uh, an example would be social media. Um, how many people are stressed out about answering emails and texts and Facebook and updating Facebook and Twitter? I mean, on one hand, it's great that we, we're celebrating the fact that we are a hive, we're, we're a community, you know, there's a greater collective consciousness uh, with e-media. But on the other hand, um, it needs to be managed because... You know, this is just one example, but if you expect too much of others, you can lead to, that can lead to disappointment, which can lead to despair and depression. If you allow others to expect too much of you, that can lead to anxi- anxiety and guilt and, again, uh, depression. And this is a, a huge form of anxiety and stress that eats away at us every day subconsciously without us knowing it. So that's, that's really fascinating. I haven't heard it, you know, broken down that simple. But it's it's really that expectations, and that kind of goes back into all the things you probably talked about in your the well, super brain. And think about this, and think about mm-hmm. this, gentlemen. We know in the broadening and building formula, right, right. of Barbara Fredrickson, that three to one negative to positive ratio, right? For every for every negative one negative, it takes three positives to recover from. Imagine combining this expectations with the social media on top right. of a regular workload, being a parent, um, mm-hmm. needing to be a sports athlete yeah. who is, who's working out. Um, think about the combination every human being goes through to, to overcome those risks. Right. So, so, Rudy, when we talk about these lifestyles, some of the benefits of the program that you talk about are improved mood level, you know, reducing anxiety, uh, resisting cold, so you get less illness. You have more energy, um, so you can resist chronic stress. Um, the slower aging process, we all want to hear about anti-aging. Uh, normalizing your metabolism, so you have better weight control or weight management, and, and a decreased risk of cancer. You know, wow, that's unbelievable. What, what, where would you tell someone to start with this process? Well, I think it, be, it be, you know, it really begins, um, and I think you know, it, it's important to think about the two books together, Super Brain and Super Genes together, because it starts first with your outlook, and you know, are you using your brain? I mean, I, I ask myself this all the time: Am I using my brain right now, or is my brain using me? Okay, am I using my brain, or is my brain using me? Because if your brain's using you, it's the older areas of the brain that, that mm. came about, you know, 100, 300 million years ago in the first, you know, right. reptiles and mammals that say base instinct, fight or flight, you know, power, greed, take, um, where you're stressed out because you're not getting enough or you're stressed out because you don't think you're getting your fair share, driving all that self-importance, that expectation that can lead to incredible amounts of anxiety and stress. That's what the brain will do by itself. Wow. Because it's like, it's like a child. It just wants and wants and wants and throws a hissy fit when it doesn't get it. Your job is to be the parent of your brain. Your brain's like a child. You have this very young part of your brain, the frontal cortex, prefrontal cortex. It's only 4 million years old compared to the brainstem, 400 million. And the, and the frontal cortex is where there's identity, purpose, reason, meaning, creativity, um, what, what makes us want to think of ourselves as a whole, as a, as a community, as a whole of our species rather than being selfish. It's where self-awareness lives versus selfishness, which is what's living in your brainstem. And when you, take, when you make that choice to use your brain, you're doing one simple thing. You're simply observing 
your thoughts. You're observing your feelings. You're taking time to observe what your brain is just naturally doing as it does its job for you, the way your stomach does its job for you. The, the thing you remember is that you're not your brain. You're the user of your brain. Once you get to that mindset, right, then you can realize that despite the genes you've inherited that will predispose you to disease or certain behaviors of your parents and, and grandparents, that take solace in the fact that only 5% of the variations and mutations in your genes guarantee disease or behavior, 5%. The other 95% are addressable with how you live your life. So for the vast majority of your genetics that you've inherited, you're in the driver's seat by simply making the right choices about how to live your life. You're, would, if you do this routinely, and the, the key word here is routine and habit, mm -hmm. epigenetics, as it's called, allows your gene expression to be programmed. You reprogram your genes to now have patterns of expression and activity that serve you. So a simple way to think about it is now to put the brain and genes together. Bad habits, bad habits driven by letting your brain use you and selfishness lead to modifications of your genes that lead to a, a less healthy situation for you, whereas good habits and good routines lead to chemical modifications of your genes via what's called epigenetics that lead to a healthier and happier and, and greater well-being. And this isn't just new age advice. This is based on hard science that we, 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 we summarize in the book in simple terms. Many of these studies and other, you know, in mice and rats, et cetera, that back all this up have only come out in the last five years. There's a new revolution right now in genetics called epigenetics where we're seeing firsthand how our gene activity is programmed by our lifestyle and we have the power to take on the habits we need to be either healthy and happy or not mm. and that the science is behind it. This isn't just advice anymore. This, these are obligations you need to think about because there's real science that says it's not a choice anymore. You have to do this. So just to clarify, this is fascinating stuff, and, and just to clarify what you said, you said only 5% uh, of the genes are, are, like I would say, kind of hardwired, 95% are, are, are under our choice? So, so I'm talking about the variations in the genes. So if you take your 3 billion bases of DNA, right. my 3 billion, there are 3 million differences between you and me. Between any two humans, there are 3 million spots in the DNA where, where they're different from each other. And some of those variations, you know, an unlucky person can guarantee Alzheimer's disease by 60 years old. I've, I found the, the three genes that contain over 300 different mutations that guarantee Alzheimer's no matter how you live your life. Wow. Right? Very unfortunate. And if you looked at the major diseases of aging, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, stroke, Alzheimer's, it's the same pattern. About 5% of the known gene mutations guarantee the disease, usually and usually with early onset, but a 95% of the, of the variations and mutations predispose you to the disease, but, uh, but you know, it's not written in stone. It's written in clay, so to speak. You can still sculpt what's going to happen with your mm -hmm. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, and, and this the same is so, thing applies so to important behavior. for people to understand because, you know, Relly and I have been talking for years about behavior being under our control, and you talk about consciousness. So when an individual who has health issues begins to pattern their life 
in an unhealthy way that matches their expectations about their disease, that can also cause a downward spiral. So, so how do you get someone who is predisposed for certain illnesses to start practicing different behavior? Well, you know, it's it is you know we when we talk about how to change behavior, there's 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 the carrot or the stick, right? Um, I've always preferred the carrot, you know, live by you know lead by example, and 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 you know here's what you can look forward to. But I think the science right now is so strong to say there's so much you can do about your health by simply your lifestyle choices that the science has become the stick. Because the hard mm. science is saying, listen, man, if you're over 40 or 50 and you're not insisting on seven to eight hours of sleep and you think you're some maverick who can get away with four to five hours, sorry, you're hurting yourself. It's yeah. during deep sleep that your brain cleans itself out of a lot of the protein garbage that causes Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, and other age-related nervous disorders, right? If you're not getting enough sleep, the brain can't clean itself out. That deep sleep that you need that's guaranteed only with seven to eight hours, I call it mental floss as as a term. It's like you got, you know, (laughs) and, and, and speaking of mental floss, you need to clean your teeth. If you're not cleaning your gums, this is the number one, and after obesity, the number one contributor to inflammation in the body is periodontal disease. This, is, this can be a cesspool of nasty organisms that offset your natural balance of bacteria in your body systemically because those gums that are dirty are feeding into your entire system every day. You know, we haven't been living that long, this long, for that long a period of time where our gums have to have to last for 70 years or 80 years, right? Yeah, um, it's amazing. Just like we, it's amazing. Yeah, we're going to come right back to this conversation about lessons in choice-making, as you say in your book. And don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. We'll be right back. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. 
Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development Profile and Practice of Top Performers. We're talking with Dr. Rudy Tanzi. You should definitely go out and get his book, and now it's kind of, I like what you said, Rudy, is the hard evidence uh, you know, is now the stick, uh, super genes, and then also uh, it's the sequel to super brain. So, tell us a little bit about some of the kind of the key things that we can, uh, you know, follow up on. We talked about. We certainly wanted to talk about kind of uh, hard choices, easy choices around diet, and then uh, meditation. Right. So, so um, you know, I think what the thing that super brain and super genes have in common is that we start with hardcore science. And I don't mean like French science. I mean science, you know, in the top, top journals, top top publications that say, here's what we're learning. Now, um, how do we integrate that into our lives, given that the science is, is becoming pretty clear? And two of the ways where we can do that is, um, one is dealing with stress and medita- by meditating, and we'll get into that in uh, some of the newest data on meditation. But diet is probably the best example of, where you can think about modifying your choices that will make the most profound effects on your health and well-being, you know, starting tomorrow. And, and when we talk about these different categories, diet, exercise, stress, meditation, et cetera, we give what are called in the book easy choices, harder choices, and then or experimental choices. And we recommend people start with the, with the easy choices, and then if they do well, move on to the harder choices, and then maybe even consider dabbling in experimental choices. Mm-hmm. Example is food. You, the, the main thing you want your food to do, besides giving you your, your nutrients and vitamins you need and your recommended daily allowances, which everyone's in tune with now, and, and, you know, and, and, and being moderate on, on carbs and fats, you know, not wiping anything out, but just being moderate, is that you need to take care of these bacteria that live in your gut called your microbiome. 
because they're not only controlling your inflammation in your body, they're also directly talking to your brain. One of the hottest areas, a really great area of science right now is the gut-brain axis, where the gut is talking to your brain directly and these bacteria play a key role. To take care of them, we're talking prebiotics, soluble fiber, orange juice, brand cereal, bananas, or fruit smoothie, uh, made from unpeeled fruits, you know, things that add fiber take care of these bacteria. Then on the other side, we're talking about probiotics. That means yogurt, kefir, even pickles, sauerkraut, even kimchi. All of these can help promote probiotic um, care of your microbiome. Um, we also talk about anti-inflammatory foods, foods that can, can curb anti-inflammatories, um, I, I mean, can curb inflammation in, in the body. So um, these are the easy choices, you know, being moderate on alcohol. Um, if you can't, if you don't like yogurt, thinking about taking a probiotic supplement, which is what I do, um, this type of thing. The harder choices are where we're saying, hey, think about switching to organic foods, try to eliminate red meat from your diet, not just limit it, but eliminate red meat and replace that more with, uh, with um, healthy fish. I'm, I'm a vegetarian personally, so I get my protein from other sources um, um, like, um, like mushrooms and, and um, nuts, and um, um, I also do dairy. But, you know, it's all a matter of choice. Um, but cutting out, you know, another harder choice is cutting out refined white sugar um, and reducing all processed and packaged foods. Stop eating fast foods altogether. Um, and, and, you know, and, and, and concentrating on not eating when you're not hungry, actually, actually observing yourself and saying, when am I hungry? And eating only when you're hungry. Don't eat as a right. reward. Don't right. eat to medicate stress and anxiety. Eat only when you actually feel hungry. And then finally, experimental choices might be considering um, reducing your gluten, which can lead to bloating and more inflammation. Uh, or maybe even experimenting with vegetarianism, like I did, and I never went back. I felt so much better after becoming a vegetarian. Mm. But that's a personal choice. Right. Um, adopting a strictly a Mediterranean diet, you can find out online you know, how to have a Mediterranean diet, which has been wow. clearly associated with, with reduced risk for Alzheimer's disease, cancers, and other age-related disorders. So that's one example, using diet, of where yeah. we give easy, hard, and experimental choices. So... The other one that we're talking about, and we want to make sure we get it in, is just about meditation and it sounds like some of the data or research that, you're, that you have about meditation as a healthy life choice. Yeah, so meditation, you know, uh, and again, we, when you're talking about easy, hard, or experimental, you know, I meditate every day, but I don't sit, I, don't, I can't do a lotus position, God knows, and, uh, you know, I can't do anything fancy. I, my meditation, I sit in a chair, a comfortable chair with my back straight. Um, I close my eyes. I focus on my breath. We talk about this in the book, you know, and I focus on counting, you know, as I breathe in, counting as I breathe out. I picture my breath coming as I breathe in up the back of my spine, as I'm breathing out, is coming down the front into my heart. I just visualize this type of thing. Very simple meditation. And, you know, the two of you have been meditating for some time. I meditate when I exercise. So when I'm running or on a, you know, uh, an elliptical machine, or that I that I meditate actively. So, is there a difference I, yeah. between meditating in either way? No, I do the same thing actually. So, part of my meditation practice is I swim, and I meditate when I swim. Same same idea. Um, in fact, sometimes I'll I'll swim very hard, so I get my heart rate up and my breathing up, and then I'll sit at the end of the pool and just close my eyes and sit straight and and. You don't have to focus on your breath because it's, it's so, your breath and your heartbeat is so prominent now 
that, that it, it's kind of like, it's like auto meditation, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Um, but that's a great technique to, I think that people can use. Now here's, here's the news. Um, we just did the first clinical trial of meditation. We asked simply, what does meditation do to you? And we looked at gene expression. We looked at inflammation, biomarkers. We did, you know, hardcore science, every outcome we could look at. Um, we looked at markers for Alzheimer's disease. The, the data are under review at a journal right now. They're not published yet, but they blew our minds. And this was, these were like, you know, Liz Blackburn, Nobel Prize winner, who discovered telomerase, which is the anti-aging enzyme. We found that the, the anti-aging enzyme telomerase activity went up 40% in one week of, of, of routine meditation. We found incredible changes in gene expression involving genes to control inflammation, uh, wound healing, resistance to infection. I couldn't have written these results even if I was doing a science fiction book. They blew me away. And it made me an even greater believer in just how necessary meditation is uh, at least twice, twice a day. And twice a day for how long, just for the practical folks? I do, I do, I, I do it until I can't do it. You know, I, um, I mean, I have a limited schedule, but I, I try to get at least ten minutes in, and mm-hmm. um, if I can go twenty minutes, that's great. And I do it in the morning, and I do it at night, and um, I do it when I exercise. You know, exercising right. like, like you just mentioned. And Rudy, so I've been an active meditator for over forty years, and you know, it's almost like putting uh, gas in your car. Even if you get five or ten minutes, it allows you to travel. You know, travel through your day. And I think also, like you said, lunchtime, even if you do it for ten minutes, is 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 so helpful to stay alert and for all the all the you know for the folks who we deal with in corp- corporations to be alert and be at your best. That's what we're all about. Is how do you be at your best? Right, right. So yes, I mean, this is the thing: is that there's no magical way to have to meditate. There's no magical amount of right. time. It's. I think you put it exactly right. Is that even five minutes is better than nothing because the effect it has on your stress level, the effect it has on positive gene expression. Even even this, um, you know, uh, what's called the amyloid beta protein. This is the biomarker for Alzheimer's disease. You can follow in the blood. Even the effects on that biomarker for Alzheimer's were profound with a week of steady meditation when we did this clinical trial. Wow. And where do you think this study will come out? Um, well, right now it's, it's under review at a major uh, journal. Um, okay. it's, it's, it's part of the Nature Group. And, um, and uh, you know, it's uh, publishing a paper. This, let's, this, give out, um, um, let's give out Dr. Tansy's contact details. You can email him at tansy at helix, H-E-L-I-X dot M-G-H dot Harvard dot E-D-U backslash info. That's tansy at helix dot M-G-H dot Harvard dot E-D-U backslash info. You can get his book, both of his books, Super Brain and Super Gene at Amazon. And Dr. Tansy, thank you. Thank you for this wonderful medical science that helps us actually change our lives and, uh, Thank you for writing this book and for helping us making it real. Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I've got to go on another two hours with you. Really, really a lot of fun. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Rudy. We really appreciate this. So this has been Leadership Development News. Continue to tune in to tune up your performance. Thank you. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 